Are you guys ready to go? No, never. I have to do my eye, uh, my eyebrows. I have to do this to comb them. Listen, we're going live. We're going live. Yeah, in five, four, three, two. Oh, you, oh, you did the rock in the middle oh, finger. Dude, no. I was like this. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the soup in your ear. It's your boy Jeffrey. Diz. Khalif. Um, we got Yanelsa sitting on the sidelines right now. Yo, yo. <laughs> Uh, so what's going on, fellas? Wait, what what episode is this, man? I lost I lost track, but it'll appear down below. It's like or the it'll be fifth on the title. one. Is it the fifth one? I believe so. Right. If it's not, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the first one I'm privy to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Khalif joining us today. He's a uh, he's a crypto expert. But nah, no expert, but <laughs> I like crypto. I like crypto. <laughs> But he, he, you know, he he's uh, he's a human like us. Khalif so. is my boy. I've been knowing him actually. I've been knowing him longer than I know you guys. Oh snap! Yeah, that's true. Seven it's a years. fact. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Well, yeah. well, welcome. This is the first time I've been knowing you for so long, and, you, and you've never came here. So that's think true. about that. That's yeah. my stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Not offended. <laughs> so uh, you guys been watching the news? What's going on this yeah, week? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if you guys uh, heard about that little boy that um, Motambo Foundation that uh, he had this large tumor on uh, on the side of his cheek. So they flew him in, and I remember seeing this like it was like last week, and the pictures of the kid going. Um, in the airport with Matambo, and I'm like, oh, you know, that's pretty cool. Like, that's awesome. And come to find out, he, he passed away. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, it was a rare allergic reaction, I believe, to the mm. anesthesia. Wow. And uh, he ended up passing. And it's like, you know, that's it's, sad. It's, it's sad. You know, he's, sad. A, he's an eight year old kid. You know, me, I have a 10 year old daughter, and, you know, you, you hear these stories, and it's like, damn, like, you know, that's sad. Like, you know, these kids. You know they shouldn't be suffering like now, that. Tell me, I know you had told me a story before of of because the kid had a, a, an allergic reaction to the anesthesia, right? Yeah, and I you told me right. you you have a story of your daughter and anesthesia. Oh yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Do you I, mind sharing that? Yeah, no, of course, right, of course. Right. You know, so um, when my daughter got her first surgery, um, you know, seeing her go under and she had this weird reaction where she like you know her body was just like twitching and shaking. And, you know, you know, to me, I'm like, yo, that's like, that's my baby. Like, yeah. you know, like what's mm -hmm. going on, what's happening? And, you know, the nurse comes and she's like, you know, everything's going to be fine. You know, some, some kids have that kind of reaction. And I'm like, but I've never seen those in, <laughs> in the movies, man. They just go straight to sleep. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. So it's, it's just one of those things. You know, it's a scary thing uh, to no, think about. Yeah. Things like that. They don't know if a person's allergic to it until it happens or do they... Trial and error, I believe. There's a lot yeah. of trial and error. I mean, every time I go to the doctors and I need a prescription for anything, they'll ask me. I feel the same questions every time, every time because they true. really you don't know even if it's on your yeah. chart. It's like, are you allergic to any medicines? And I'm like, I, I answer that all my life. Yeah, like, yeah. every every year <laughs> on the dot, I always answer this question. So that's a sad tragedy, man. No, it is, man. Like, you know, I feel, I feel really sad, but... No, man. I mean, th there's a lot of foundations out there helping out children from all over the world. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, they they did the best that they could, yeah. you know, and unfortunately, kid passed away. Yeah. And that's it's always sad yeah. when anyone dies, but especially yeah. a child. No, but shout out to those foundations that are looking out for the, yeah. the kids that are in need. And yeah. Yeah. There's to help in them. other countries that have no means of yeah. getting the proper help they need. Yeah, that's true. You know, it, it's kind of upsetting because uh, a lot of times people live in 
in the United States or say, hey, why do we have these foundations, you know, helping out children, uh, you know, over, but they don't, they don't realize all the resources we do have here, you know, like, oh, there's homelessness here and there's, you know, but there's opportunities here that they don't have over there. Even to drink clean water, you can go to a tap, you can go anywhere. Someone will give you a bottle of water, clean water. Yeah. Over here, we have all that. Over there, they're missing it, so... I mean, that's crazy, man. That's just crazy, but that's sad. I want to. I want to roll into HBO. I know it sounds kind of. That, it's another sad. I know there's another man, sad. You know. And we don't want to talk about. We're not sad people. We're, we're <laughs> not <laughs> sad. Today's people. a sad day. Guys. Today, today might be the day, somewhat, before, the day before Christmas Eve. Okay. Oh, <laughs> get it all out. Get it all out. A little melancholic. A little melancholic, but. You know, um, you're heartbroken. I, I'm heartbroken. See, I, I'm gonna take it that you're a big boxing fan. I, I was a boxer. He was oh, a boxer. You were. Yes. I'm just learning that now. He was a <laughs> yeah. boxer. Yeah. He was. He made it to shiny gloves. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone gets the reference, if anyone gets the reference. Oh man. Yeah. So you know, you know, it's one of those things. Like I remember watching, you know, pay per view fights on HBO with my dad, and it's one of those things that you know. Just growing up, it's yeah. like you have like those moments, and mm. when when the family would get together, and yep. you know we're rooting for this person, the other side of the family's rooting for the other person. Like screw y'all, almost a fight, bro- <laughs> yeah. a fight almost broke out. Like a free pay per view fight. Oh nah, yeah, free one. <laughs> no, but it's just it, it's sad, man, because you know as as a boxing fan, as a former uh, boxer, it's it's sad to see these people that I grew up watching, like commentators, like Jim Lampley. And all these people, uh, Roy Jones Jr. broke down crying wow. in his mm. farewell. And it's like, you wow. know, you see these people, like, you know, all emotional. It's like, damn, you know, it's, it's an end of an era. I mean, it is super nostalgic. I remember I've always watched boxing matches with one of my friends and his family. And it was like, the, hey, don't forget the 25th of this month, there's a boxing match. And it would bring everyone together. And, you know, everyone's having a good time. And like you said, everyone's picking a side. And. Sometimes better money, and I'll take it even back to the '90s when we couldn't afford HBO and we had something called a black box. Oh yeah, and that's how we watched. You know, who has the black box? You know, I'm not. <laughs> I never had a black box. I'm just saying someone had a black box that I allegedly knew, and we would go watch these fights. And, but it brought people together, you know, yeah. and discussion at the end of it. Who was the best boxer? You know, yeah. and I think we spoke about that uh, some time ago. We all know who the best boxer is now, but. Which is Mayweather still, but yeah. But you know, one of my favorite boxers of all time is Miguel Cotto, mm. and you know, our friend over <laughs> yeah, here on our sideline. Yeah, you know, Nelson looks just like Miguel Cotto. Just like Miguel Cotto. If you guys Cotto. haven't checked out the last episode, no, check no, him out. Yeah. You know what? Whoever's watching this on YouTube and not on the pack on the podcast, definitely check out the YouTube channel. I'm gonna put a picture of you Nelson like right and now. Miguel Cotto of Miguel Cotto. And please, you got, can you do that? You can make that happen. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna make it. So happen, please bro. make it happen. Yeah, we'll get the best happen. picture of. Oh man. Uh, but it's um, he he was a warrior. Like he never backed down. Like whoever they put in front of him, he's like, this is my job. This is who I'm gonna fight. Not to pick on Mayweather, but you know he did a little run. run oh, around yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> but he's smart. I'll give him credit. He's smart. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, and you know he has his legacy. And Fought with a strategy. Yeah, that's what I'm, it is. For me, uh, since I'm I was out of the loop with this whole um, HBO situation, just curious, why are they closing or ending the HBO boxing? Pay per view is dead. So you got Showtime. Now there's a new network, um, the Zone, which is D A Z N. Yeah. Have you heard of the the Zone? I saw cable, so. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny how you say pay-per-view's dead because I can't remember the last time I've had someone come to my job and ask me about pay-per-view. Mm. So that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's true. Pay-per-view's dead. Like, now everything's, you know, streaming, paper streaming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge soccer fan as well, not to, you know, drive off. But there's this app where you pay, I think it's like nine ninety nine a month. It's like football TV, right? And you could watch all the soccer games from like, you know, English Premier League, La Liga, which is in Spain. Yeah. For nine ninety nine. You don't gotta go and get a cable. Not, not not to go. Hey, not knocking your hustle. <laughs> He's not knocking your hustle. He's but like trying. you know what I mean? Like that's just like the new thing and you know, I kinda of feel like that's, that's what we're moving towards. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean times are definitely changing guys and I um you know that now that HBO that aspect of it is getting shut down is not for financial reasons in the sense that they're losing that much money because HBO nah, we all know they have great shows oh, they have and they're making Thrones, a lot of money. Just to name one out there, the best but one. It, 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 <laughs> hey man, you know winter is here. Okay, winter is here. Winter is here. But you know it, it makes me feel like there might be a potential recession coming. I'm not a financial expert, not but there's a lot that none of us are. But there's a lot of signs right now with the with the stock market crashing and with you know just the way that things are going. Oh. I mean, we know who's on the throne in, in the United States. Well, I mean, the not mentioning thing, his name. We don't mention his name around here. The biggest thing for the stocks is at the end of the day. I mean, we've had a bull run since what 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Almost 10 years nonstop bull run. Hmm. Anything that time. goes up must come down. Yeah. But the thing that stuck out to me not long ago, it's funny because he shall not be named a couple months ago, said, you know, congratulations to America for having like the strongest stock market for the past decade almost. The moment I heard that, the first thing that popped in my mind is like, oh, that's not good news. (laughs) (laughs) This was back in like September, August, I think it was. And then October came around, we got the first major crash. Mm. November, another one. Not the one in December. Um, but the thing that really stuck out to me is a moving the moving average. So if you ever get the chance to look at the DJI, look at the star, uh, look at the charts for it and look put up a fifty day and a two hundred day moving average. Recently, a couple days ago, and I, I think I had posted, I told a, a lot of friends, I think I told you guys about this like two, three weeks ago, that the fifty day moving average was going to cross over the two hundred day. And sure enough, the last time that happened, if I'm mistaken, unless I'm mistaken, was 2007, October 31st. That doesn't sound good. That sounds bad. Was the last? I remember. I remember what. Across. Yeah, what happened back yes. then? 2007, 2008. Yes. And and oh man, it was, was not the, good. The last time we had a death cross was that time right before our 2008 market crash, and we just recently had one about a week ago. Mm. I'm cashing out all so, my retirement it accounts. It was all good about a so week ago. <laughs> so it's like that has me kind of worried because, you know, I'm watching situations with the student loans, you know, the housing market um, and the stock market. And it does make me worry like, hey, what's going to happen in the next six months to a year? So you got to, in a sense, plan accordingly. And, you know, it's not so much you're hoping for the worst, prepare. but you got to prepare for it. Definitely. You know? Cause like when I was last time the market crash, I was I was young. I didn't care about it much, you know. Mm. I didn't feel it as hard either. Yeah. You know? This time we will. 
that's something I feel like I will because I, I, we're at a stage now where we're much older and we have mouths to feed. And we, mm-hmm. we have more responsibilities than we did when we were 18, yeah. 19 years old. So it is going to be different. So, yeah, I've been keeping my eyes on that. And if we do get a recession, you know, it's going to be tough for a lot of people. But at the same time, it's going to open up a lot of opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Dust settles. So the best way to go about it is to, you know, either if you have credit cards and stuff like that, pay them, pay them off or pay as much of them off as you can. Car loans, same thing, you know, so that way you could have as much cash on hand as possible. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I keep hearing that a lot of people, uh, you know, keep saying, you know, I have a lot of money on hand, you yeah. know, something. A lot of people with money keep saying they have money on hand. Just ready. Just ready. Liquid, you know. Mm hmm. I'm just going to throw this out there. This is not financial advice, but buy Bitcoin. I was <laughs> <laughs> surprised you didn't say Tron. You're crossing podcasts. He's crossing podcasts. He's always going to do that. There's a person on Twitter that's always saying, buy Bitcoin, short the bankers. Oh, man. That's it, man. <laughs> oh, man. I mean. Not, well, I mean, sorry. To, I'm, not, I'm not trying to cut you off. Yes, but, you um, are. No, when he was talking about, um, like, the, the, the debt and stuff like that. I mean, I just came across this report of, like, the debt being so high. Oh, dude. Like, 21, oh, yeah. 20, over $21 trillion in debt. That's crazy. It's the U.S. or the world? No, dude, it's just the U.S. Just, it's yeah. just the U.S. The US How about yeah. the world? Do you know the, the stats world, on that? Uh, well, the real question is, who the hell does the world owe all this money to? That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> that was my next question. I was going to be... Someone, you know someone gave me some what stats a while back. It? What is it? Uh, Seriously. Rothschild, right? Rothschild, yeah. Rothschild. yeah. They owe them money? They, they owe... I mean, they're, they're the ones that are in control, man. I mean, if I go missing, guys, I'm sorry. Yeah, you get putting too much out, man. You need to watch your mouth. I don't know this man that well. I don't even know where he lives. Where are we? Yeah, I don't know where he lives. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that it's crazy to think about that, you know, with the whole situation. And the only thing that scares me is, like, waking up one day and my bank telling me I can only take out $100 out of the ATM. Mm. You know? That's why we have, we're not going to yeah. get cross too much, but that's why we keep our money elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. Not under the mattress either. And let's be I realistic. Don't. You go to the grocery store, you're well over $100. Oh, dude. Inflation. It's, I mean, just. Yeah, we just went to the grocery store earlier, remember? Yeah. Same. Yeah. It was 135 Same. bucks. And I was like, where where was yeah. it 135 yeah. bucks? And it was like four bags. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it was one trip. It was one trip. Crazy. In the nineties, that would have been five trips. Dude, nineties oh, was such a good time then. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> Dude, I remember with a dollar, I could buy, you know, juice, chips, a candy bar, a couple mm-hmm. and a pack of gum. Yeah, oh a couple of cowtails. <laughs> now you're getting one cowtail. Oh, um, that's funny. It's funny you say that. Back in, the, I recall vividly, then ninety four around there. 90, yeah, like ninety four. My father would give me like two bucks to go to the yeah, store, and I would come enough. out, oh. and I would come out ninety four, ninety five, ninety six with a whole bag of just munchies and all this stuff. I mean, it's not good because it causes diabetes. But I have to put that out there. Not all, all that junk I took in, but I'm healthy now, thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> Dude, and that's the times have changed so much, you know. And it's only getting scarier at times because, like, for me, I, I really look into, like, I don't have any kids yet. But I'm wondering, when I have kids, mm. what world are my kids going to be living in? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, a lot of things that I do now I, or that I'm, I research or 
changes I'm trying to make for myself, more or less, is not really for me. I'm not going to enjoy any of it. Any any riches I were to make in the next 10, 15 years, it's not for me. It's going to be for those that are coming after me, my children or whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to enjoy everything I can <laughs> right now. Like Them little know. suckers could build. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little suckers oh, could build. And, and that's the thing. That's, that's great because we all... I think I've come to a conclusion I have we always have to do better than our yeah. parents, our predecessors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I'm sure I mean I'm from an island. You well, know? yeah, we're all pretty much yeah. yeah. And our parents came here with like nothing. Yeah. They didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Let alone speak the language. Yeah. So it's like I'd be damned if I don't do better than them. That's true. I but remember then, my mom told me I'm sorry, my mom told me when she got here in the seventies she was making like forty bucks a week. Dude. Full time. That's wild. Crazy. You know? That's why I'm hoping like my if I when I have kids. They do better than me, but I need to prep the road for them mm-hmm. yeah. and teach them accordingly. Because those are the things that our parents didn't teach us, especially exactly. when it came to like financial investment stuff like that. I mean, yeah, like we learned about the square root of pi, but when was the last time we used that? I never, <laughs> never, only when splitting a pie. <laughs> Dude, like I was crazy. Like I've never went to the grocery store. Like, oh, all right, I gotta multiply this by three point one four. And it's like, <laughs> but like if they taught us about credit cards, saving mm-hmm. accounts, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. How to do taxes? Yep, exactly. Facts. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And that's the thing. Like, I, I'll digress if I get into that whole situation. I do feel like we were misled growing up in what we were taught. Of and course. I feel like as I got older, I had to unlearn everything. That's exactly. Yep. Start Facts. over. Again, yeah, exactly. Because you know? our our mindsets were. We would see people of color or ethnicity of our ethnicity, mm-hmm. and they would have you know what we would consider riches. Yes. But the way they portrayed it to us wasn't the way it was no. really made out to be. Mm-hmm. So we look at it like, oh wow, well you really don't have to do that much, you know, craziness. In reality, the average person that has money doesn't conduct themselves in that no. manner. You know, That's no true. one's really out there. And you always seen the memes of like, you know, a rich guy dresses like this and a poor guy dresses like this. And it's like, look, most people who have real money dresses. are simple. They dress oh, yeah. Like I, like I see execs at the company I work in now and these guys are simple. Like they're not wearing no. crazy, not driving crazy cars, but they're making good money and they're living a good life. I mean, look at, not for nothing, like Steve Jobs. For all we know, it's probably the same black shirt. You know, like, you know what I mean? I hope he washed it or had but a different saying, shirt. Like, you know, it was just like a simple shirt. And you look at, uh, nasty. um, what's his name? Mark uh, Zuckerberg, right? Yeah. yeah, he's a simple man. What did he drive? Uh, a Honda Fit? Bro. Yeah, something like, he, like he drives like a, yeah, he drives like an electric vehicle or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He has moments, yeah. Digress. Speaking of Mark Zuckerberg, did you guys hear that Facebook is creating a stable coin? I did yeah. hear that, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That was rumored last year. But it makes sense now, right? Remember last year, Facebook banned all cryptocurrency yes. advertisements and whatnot? Of course. Yeah. Of course. They were trying to thin out the competition. Yeah. And now they're coming out with their own stable coin to transfer money from WhatsApp and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which but is, it's interesting. That's an interesting it's concept. It's interesting, but it's scary. Cause I, I don't know if I want Cuckerberg. Cuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, personally, because, like, I see how he's done things personally. I, I don't agree with it. It's you think just, he's yeah. been grimy all his life, his yeah, whole I career? Think so. I think so. I mean, from the looks of it, he's been yeah. grimy his whole career. I mean, just, just the fact, like, I had a friend of mine, I was like, oh, uh, how does Facebook make money? You know? And I was like, um, selling you ads, you know? Selling yeah. Information, yeah, yeah. Man, like, information and ads. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it, it, I, I can't knock him, 
Because I guess you got to hustle. You got to do what you got to do. But you know what? I would prefer that if you're going to use my information, at least give me a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Give me a piece of it. Exactly. No, you I know, don't mind. You know what I think is crazy? Like, sometimes, like, I'll be, like, you know, like, I'll be on Google. I'm, like, I'm thinking about what I'm about to type in, right? And I'm, That's scary. Like, I don't even I'm know, know how that happens. I'm looking for, like, microphones, right? And I'm, like, all right, I'm about it's to type in a microphone, but I'm, like, all right, hold up. I just got a notifica- uh, notification on Instagram, right? There's an ad for microphone, for a microphone, bro. Dude, scary. Yeah, yeah. I was already reading scary. I I checked out like a pair of sneakers once on one platform on like Instagram, and then everything else that I looked at, all the ads were just that. Dude, the same sneaker. It's it's like it's crazy. They're not even hiding it. It's like listen, I know you looked at this on this platform. What they're gonna get you is like oh, twenty percent off. Game. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. What's more wild about all that when you think about it, the fact that what I see on my Facebook, Google. It's not the same. It's not the same as y'all. I know. So what's the real, what's the true information? There's an algorithm. curated to each of us. There's an algorithm behind it. There was, did you hear about the guy who, who he, he, this black guy who he pretty much created, uh, I think he might be some kind of reporter, but he created a Facebook and just started following all the races and Nazi stuff. And then all of the things were pushed on his feed were like propaganda of like, you mm. know, this person did this and, you know, this black dude did this. And he's like, oh, I was living as a racist. You know, I was part of a racist organization oh. because he created an account and started looking at certain things. And then the content just kept pushing in and pushing in. Even the suggestions of the people that were coming on his cross uh, on to his like uh, be friends with? yeah to be friends with. That's crazy. We're getting down to like these people like similar things, and you would click on their pages, and it was you know whoever it was that like yeah. racist stuff. It's wild to think about that, and that's the world we live in, man. What I I always ask, what's the true information? And then I go back to thinking about like George Orwell's nineteen eighty four. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever read that book. No, uh, no. check it out when you get the chance. George Orwell nineteen eighty four, great book. Oh, but it just plug it in there. You getting commission out of this? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> None. We we need a cut out of that information. We need a cut. What it is is um, it's more or less about controlling information. Mm. You know what I mean? And the fact that if the information is brought out the way it is, it leaves a lot of us ignorant to what's really going on. Mm. You know what I mean? So like like in George Orwell, there was the dude, the main protagonist. Um, his job was to destroy information from like the past so that way they could make their government look like it's the best government you know what i mean so whether it's like destroying newspaper clippings articles stuff like that um paintings whatever whatever didn't fit the narrative his job was to destroy it but uh, over time as he was destroying things he started like kind of hoarding stuff and like learning about it but like they got you to the point where like if you see something tell something Mm -hmm. so like your own kids would dime you out and next thing you know you'd be taking listen all i'm saying is snitch app 2019 <laughs> all i'm saying is snitch app 2019 is a real thing it's a real thing oh i mean we already got it facebook Instagram. yeah true uh, look i know google's algorithm is tired of you nelson because it's probably like lebron james lebron james lebron james LeBron oh yeah james, oh my LeBron goodness james, lebron james like damn switch it up a bit like you know yeah, what i mean it's all lebron james Just stuff. to throw that out there really yeah. Well, I mean, you know, now that we we see how things get manipulated and controlled, you guys seen what's happening in France with the with the yellow vest, and, yeah. and all that. That's crazy. That's a lot crazy. Of respect wild. for them. Yeah, a lot of respect because yeah. they're standing up for something, and 
they're actually doing it. They're not on Facebook talking all this game like we see on our timelines on Facebook. Like this because we live like, in the U.S. Yeah, but they're see, actually doing something about you, it. I knew they were about it. Like at first, I see the P, the the yellow vest. The yellow yeah, vest, the yellow yeah. vest move. Uh, right? the yellow yeah, yellow vest move. Uh, at yeah. first, I see them. I'm like, wow, you know, they're coming together. But I wasn't sure because I didn't know what like the officials, like cops, pop, yeah, whatever, yeah. were gonna do. But then I started seeing firefighters just laying on the ground and turning their backs to like whoever they have to answer to. And then you start seeing lawyers burn their books. Mm. Yeah, the law books. But you know, you know what I think, and and this is the difference. A country like France, right, and a country like the U.S. France has immigrants, but the U.S. is built off of immigrants. Mm. You know, so France has this culture, this 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 um, patriot kind of thing, patriot patriotism, patriotism. Yeah, one I can't pronounce the word, um, <laughs> but you know what I'm. You know, it's not my first language either. Um, but they have something to be proud of because it's theirs. It's French, you know. So they're gonna fight tooth and nail. To maintain what they see as like this is who we are. This is our nation. This is our pride and joy. In the U.S., there's so much divide. So when we look at France from over here, it's like here what we have from your regular Europeans. We have uh, Hispanics. We have obviously Haitians, which are descendants of Africans. Um, you have Asians. You have a little bit of everything here. It's such a melting pot that everyone's sticking to either their family or ethnic group, and oh. it's like. Let something happen to a Dominican, one Dominican person, and you'll see like all of Manhattan, yeah, in <laughs> Lawrence, Massachusetts, and Boston, and you'll see so many. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah, no, but you will. You'll see all the Dominicans rally up. The thing is that we're all limited. Yeah, it'll be limited to just the Dominican. Yeah, yeah so like the others will be like, well, it's not really happening to my people. Exactly. That's the big problem. Yeah, it's because I I feel you on that because I. Back in the day, I used to like go on like these rants, or my friend would call it going on another John rant about like things that are going on around the world. So yo, if it ain't, and he would tell me like, yeah, if it ain't happening to my family, it ain't happening in my backyard. I really don't care. That was that was his attitude towards things. Yeah. And I come to realize a lot of people are like that, and a lot of times I had to suppress myself because I feel for so many. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I want to help so many, but not. Not a lot of people out there would want to do more for people that's not yeah, exactly. around them. Or you know family I mean? or close friends or and, community. Um, or they see it as like a, a burden. You know, like look at the situation with Black Lives Matter. Uh, not a lot of people agree with it, but granted, you know, when people were protesting and everything, both, a lot of people's concern was, I'm going to be late for work. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're blocking my way. Yeah. Yep. And yep. like, to me, I was like, yeah, well, this job don't really care about you because... You know, when the time comes, they're going to cut you off. Yeah, you're, you're replaceable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anybody's replaceable. But that's the problem is most people, unless it's happening to their immediate family, friends, you know, their circle, to them, it's not worth fighting for. Yeah. And that's how we're all divided. It's Unfortunately, like, it's a game yeah. of chess, not checkers. And those that make things happen, they're playing it as such. They're keeping us all divided. You know, they're, they're keeping us divided by religion, um, skin color, you know, borders. And whatnot, and you know, not a lot of people are gonna agree with what I say. But mental, I mean, mental borders. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's that's borders it. aren't real. Yeah, they're you know not I mean? real. But it is what it is. But at the end of the day, that's what keeps us divided. You yeah. Know? And yeah. when push comes to shove, you know, if we're not like France, like they're doing it. Yeah. It is gonna pick us off group by group. Oh yeah. Then, oh, it's already it's already happening yeah. as is. 
I mean, everyone, you know. And it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, we're all humans. Yeah. And, you know, we should respect and love. Yeah, I'm not a falcon. Love you too, man. I'm not a falcon. (laughs) So, 2019 is almost around the corner. Yeah. Uh, 2019, that's wow. Wow, 2019 went by kind of quick. Actually, it did, and I don't know if I'm sad about it. I don't know if I how I feel about it. It was a good year. It was a bad year. It was a a fun year. It was was lukewarm. Yeah, it was lukewarm. Oh, lukewarm gets spat out. It was a learning year. It was a a good learning year. A good, great learning year. I feel like 2017 dragged on. What do you guys think? What I mean, we're not talking about New Year's too much, but what do you think? Like 2019, you guys have good feelings towards it. I have a good feeling towards good, it. Good feelings towards it? Yeah. I feel we'll like... talk about that on the next one, right? Um, I don't know about that, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I have a good feeling of uh, 2019. 2020's really what I'm waiting for. <laughs> so that's a different story. That's a different yeah. conversation. We're all waiting for that one, too. All right, so I think we're going to wrap it up, fellas. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you guys on the next episode of The Soup in Your Ear. Peace. Peace.